0: Welcome back to the Flex Your Career podcast. I am Ariel Chong, a project coordinator out of the People and Community Division. We've had a great first week of informative and energized guests, and I'm super excited to be closing out the first week with a fantastic well being specialist, certified yoga therapist, and mindfulness and meditation teacher, Kayla Pates. Kayla, thank you so much for being here today. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing wonderful, Arielle. Thank you so much for asking. Also, thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here today.
0: Awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. Well, as you know, April is Professional Development Month, and we are talking all things on how we can aspire to grow. So today, I wanted to talk to you a bit about resilience and thriving and how it can help us grow both personally and professionally. We often hear the concepts of resilience and thriving mentioned together, but I wanted to ask you, are they the same thing or is there a distinction between the two? What exactly does it mean to be resilient and thrive?
1: That's a really great question. So resilience and thriving are related, but they're also distinct from one another. So resilience is your ability to get back up and try again, despite challenges and adversities. It's like a rubber band. When you experience challenges in life that stretch you beyond your comfort level or bring you down resilience allows you to bounce back up afterward, like a rubber band to where you were before now thriving on the other hand, encompasses resilience, but it takes it to the next level. So it's not just about bouncing back to where you were before. It's about growth development and flourishing so that after adversity, You step up beyond where you were before. Mm, I got that. That is a helpful distinction.
0: Can you tell us more about how resilience and thriving helps us maybe when we're going through challenges
1: or a difficult time? Yeah, absolutely. So as human beings, it's inevitable that we'll experience challenges in our lives, right? And no matter what we're going through, we can respond to these challenges in different ways. So there's a helpful model that I like to use. It's a model of resilience and thriving that comes from the work of O'Leary and Icavix. And it outlines four different ways we can respond to adversities. So one response to adversity is failure, to give up and succumb to our stressors. So in this case, our functioning decreases with the adverse event, and it just continues to slide downward. Now, another response, is floundering. And this is where you bounce back up a little bit, but not quite to where you were before. So you've survived the adverse event, you've gotten through it, but you're impaired and you feel diminished and maybe stuck in a rut. Now, a third response is resilience. And this is where you bounce back up and fully recover to where you were before. And this feels focused. It feels flexible and flowing. And it's quite honestly, a response that many of us want to have when we're going through hard times. It's like that rubber band we talked about before, but there's also a fourth response called thriving, which allows you to go beyond resilience, have a growth experience and flourish. And with thriving, you can use adversity to your benefit and actually end up better off afterward. So instead of being like a rubber band, you can think of it like a tree growing deep roots that allow you to bend and sway in the wind rather than crack and break under pressure. So ultimately this model shows us that when we're able to respond to difficulties with resilience and thriving, rather than failing or floundering, we can recover, we can grow and maybe even end up better off than before. And with this model, we don't have to avoid challenges or be afraid of them. Instead, we can learn to face them and use them to our advantage in the long run.
0: Wow. I love that. I myself have probably had just about all the responses you just mentioned. So why do you think some people bounce back and even thrive when they face adversity while others succumb and continue to perhaps spiral downward?
1: Yeah, I love that question. So there are certain internal personality qualities that are associated with resilience and thriving. For example, optimism and the tendency to expect the best in life. Also self-mastery, right? Having the skills and confidence that you need to persevere, as well as hope and hardiness, which each relate to the tendency to continue our efforts when we're challenged rather than giving up when life gets tough. Also, certain external resources impact resilience and thriving. For example, whether we have social support is really important. When we feel we have support and acceptance from the important people in our lives, it provides us a solid and secure base from which we can face adversity and come out the other side better for it. I see.
0: That is so insightful and interesting. Um, What would you say are some ways we can grow our ability to be resilient and thrive in work and in life?
1: Yeah. So one thing you can do is consider your coping mechanisms. How do you typically deal with stress in your life? Coping mechanisms that are healthy or adaptive include things like action, planning, positive reframing, acceptance, and social support. On the other hand, unhealthy or maladaptive coping mechanisms include things like denial, disengagement, self-distraction, and self-blame. So it's really helpful to notice how you're coping with things and then work on developing healthier and more adaptive coping mechanisms. And I really want to emphasize that social support is also very important, especially at a time when social isolation has become an epidemic not just in our country, but really across the world. And when we cultivate healthy relationships with our colleagues, our friends, family, and other community members, it makes us feel encouraged and supported. It gives us a sense of purpose and fulfillment, and this can help us thrive in work and in life. And related to this, we also want to create a sense of psychological safety in our workplaces, our homes, and our communities. When people feel safe in the environments where they live, work, and play, it helps all of us to thrive. And we can do this in many different ways through our tone of voice, our body language, and friendly eye contact. We can also set clear and respectful boundaries and expectations with other people, and we can listen deeply to others, really get to know them better, and then interact with them from a place of compassion and understanding. And finally, building the skill of mindfulness can help us grow our resilience and transform those parts of us that are struggling. And mindfulness simply means paying attention in the present moment with non-judgment, curiosity, and compassion. It allows us to stay in the present moment during those difficult times, see the bigger picture, and gain insights about ourselves and the world around us and then respond to our lives with greater compassion, wisdom, and intention. Wow, that is
0: awesome. Thank you for diving deeper and explaining that. I really loved how you explained how mindfulness works. Um, Unfortunately, our time is up for today, but if you could leave us with one thing to take forward and practice from
1: this topic, what would it be? Sure. Sure. So there's a simple practice I like to share with people and it's called STOP. It stands for stop what you're doing, take a deep conscious breath, observe your experience, how you're feeling physically, mentally, and emotionally with a sense of curiosity and compassion. And then proceed with intentionality. Take the next best steps for you from a place of awareness and intention. And this practice only takes about a minute, but when you do it regularly throughout your day, it can help you recognize how you're feeling and what you need to do to care for yourself in that moment. And this is how we build the skill and habit of mindfulness so that it becomes more natural to us. But when you do this practice during a time of stress, it can help you create some space between a stressor and your response to it so that you can respond to the challenges in your life with intentionality rather than just blindly reacting on autopilot, which really doesn't help us grow and flourish. And with mindfulness, we can shift our perspective and take action in a way that promotes resilience and helps us grow and thrive.
0: Amazing. I have learned so much from you today. I cannot wait to try the STOP method But thank you so much for being here today and offering up your knowledge on this subject. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to today's episode. Please be on the lookout for next week. We'll have more episodes offering great topics with amazing guests and hosts. So be sure to tune in to the Flex Your Career podcast to learn more.